Make sure whatever you're doing is right for you and it doesn't feel like a daunting task. Make it fun, make it worth your time because then that's what's gonna pay off in the end. I will say that I posted about my Q and openings and like kind of just remind people of those services exactly what Alex is saying. And I had like five inquiries within like two days of posting it. Welcome to Sorted, a podcast for creatives by creatives. I'm Emma. And I'm Alex. So get your coffee ready and let's get sorted. Hi, friends, and welcome back to Sorted. Today, we are diving into part two of the social media crash course, and we are so excited that you are here and that you decided to follow us all the way to part two. Yeah, we're so excited to talk about all things planning. I'm sure that we'll have a little bit of crossover just because, you know, strategy goes into the planning and it's an important part of it. So, yeah, we asked in our stories too for some questions. And so we'll be talking about those and kind of building, we kind of built those into our topics rather than doing it like Q&A style. We're just going to embed those into kind of what we're going to talk about today, uh, our talking points. So definitely follow us along on Instagram for future polls like that if you want to be part of what we're talking about and, you know, questions that, you know, we're not social media experts. So we're both, you know, using it to figure out our businesses, but we both definitely use it for what we like to call social proof and also finding clients. (laughs) I think that It's important to remember it's kind of for both where, you know, if you're not necessarily getting clients off of social media, it's helpful to, you know, show that you are a person behind the brand and that you, you know, it's a great way to show your work because it's visual. And also sometimes it's not, doesn't necessarily lead directly to that. Let's say that that cart checkout, but it might lead to someone following along and then in in a couple years checking out. So first thing that a lot of people asked us about was idea generation. And so... It's something that Alex and I both love and struggle with, I think, can be (laughs) described. It's something I think is hard for everyone. But yeah, so Alex, do you want to kind of start with how you, you know, when you're doing social, like where your ideas come from? Do you let your work kind of lead it? What is your process? Yeah, so my process is probably a lot different than, you know, a typical business maybe on social media because my idea generations stem from the work that I'm making for my clients. So a lot of the stuff I'm posting is my work. But when I need to shake things up, when I need to post something different, I throw in things like brand photography of myself. I might make a graphic that is listing my services or maybe listing my processes. So it's good to mix it up in that sense and that can help stem other ideas then. Another thing that I really love to create or rather base my planning off of is holidays. So if you know that there's certain holidays coming up, it could be even the simplest small fun holidays you know that you find on Google where it's like National Pizza Day. You can use that (laughs) to your advantage and create a fun graphic of pizza but I like to highlight the major holidays and then make a graphic based off of that and then that might stem an idea for a graphic in the future yeah I love that I think I think that sometimes doing work like that like what you're talking about Alex the for the holidays or if you know if you're inspired by a quote or something like that that also can be really helpful for just kind of setting up your day where you're not just creating for other people but you're also creating for yourself there's a designer that does a course um, I'll link her below in the show notes but she does a course on something she calls the daily design practice I think her name is Olivia Hendricks I always forget her last name but oh I think I know who you're talking about yeah and she 
she did a course on this like daily design practice. And so I've kind of implemented it into my daily prop, like my daily routine where I set a timer, a physical timer for 15 minutes and I will, you know, just create for those 15 minutes. It could be creating with purpose. Like today I'm creating one of those kind of fun holiday graphics like we just talked about because I love those too. If they have to do with kind of like what... I'm doing and so I kind of create every morning for 15 minutes sometimes I finish something sometimes it takes a whole week to finish an illustration if I'm doing an illustration so a lot of my stuff I post on social is not even for anyone else other than me and it's just kind of showing off like illustration skills it's also you know creating to create for yourself is also something a way to attract potential clients that you're interested in working with and not necessarily the clients that you're currently working with because I kind of throw a mix of work that's for me and work that's for other people on my Instagram and on TikTok and other platforms too. So it's kind of showing like, you know, this is a style I can do and that I love to do if you're, you know, interested. And so I think it does lead to other work because like right now I'm doing a book cover and that's like probably wouldn't, you know, be possible if I wasn't sharing as much illustration as I work as I do. And then also if you're just trying to get some practice in, whether it be illustration or doing like vector, you know, vector illustrations or doing typography. I love like a good Instagram challenge. A few of my mm-hmm. favorites are Peachtober, which is in October and it's the whole month long. I actually usually start, she posts the list. It's put on by Furry Little Peach. She's an illustrator out of, I think, in New Zealand, I think, or maybe Australia. I can't remember where she is, but she does this month long prompt list that so many people, I mean, thousands of people on internet do it too. So it's really fun because you're you know, creating with these other people. And this past October, I actually did all 30 days, which I always try to do 30 days and I never actually do it. So this is my first one where I did the whole month. And yeah, so there's a lot of different ones. I'm actually doing one right now. I can't remember who it's by, but I'll tag it below where it's based on things that you like and it starts with the letter A and then B. So I love anchovies. I love this anchovy pasta recipe. So for A, I did like a little illustration of a tin of anchovies opening. And so for me, I'm gonna actually challenge myself to like work on animation with these which my animation skills are basic it's like gif animation nothing crazy but it's good to do like little challenges with these type of things just to like get, you know hone in on your skills back to not just you know fun creation but idea generation for me i i don't post um, i only post twice a week on instagram i try to post three days a week on tiktok and a couple times a week on LinkedIn. And sometimes if I really like something I created, I'll post on Twitter too. And I use an app, we'll talk about that, but for all posting all those, it's not like a super difficult process. But when it comes to idea generation, I use a, uh, a Notion template. And what I do is I have a, I forget, Kaban board. I think that's what the way, way it's set up. It has my different pillars. Um, so for me, I like to do promotional, educational, inspirational, and personal content. So my educational content is like, you know, if it's educating people on sorted topics or um, something that I'm passionate about, and then promotion is obviously just promoting like my services, my offerings, previous work. Inspiration is those are those quotes and different things like that that might be, you know, something that might make someone like my work and follow me and then later down the road hire me so those are kind of that where that piece comes in and then personal is sharing about myself a picture of myself about my like desk setup or whatnot under each of those I keep a list of ideas I have so like if I was like oh I think it'd be really cute to share like three of my favorite spots in New York City I'd put that in a personal and then oh I think it'd be really cute to do an illustration of I love I went to the Natural History Museum I took a bunch of pictures of bugs that were there and that would be like really fun to illustrate and add like fun colors to so I 
take those pictures and I put them into a board in Notion. So I have like the reference images somewhere. It kind of keeps it organized as too, rather than having like all those screenshots on your phone. So it's really good for like, especially those design, that daily design practice. I can go back to my idea generation board and be like, oh, okay, I want to illustrate those bugs today and I'll start on that, which is so random, but that's just a, it's a good way to keep it organized. And then I actually do my planning right in Notion um, as well. So I will take those notes and kind of lay them out for the month. And I kind of try to pick like a, a theme for each month. So for February, I'm doing like brand love. So I have like a couple like graphics I'm making about like how to show your own brand some love. But yeah, so that's kind of the overall idea generation system I use. And then also I think that it's important with talking about idea generation, you know, it can be really overwhelming to feel the need to. I know for a whole year I posted every day for a whole year back wow. in I think 20 when I was first starting. So I think it might have been 20 19 it was the year I graduated college and I was like I'm post every day <laughs> and I don't know why um, I thought that was like the reason or the, the answer but I think that that kind of stems into the quality versus quantity metric of social media it can seem that quantity really matters but I'm now in the boat that it's really all actually about the quality I will say the one place where I think that that kind of difference is like different is TikTok I think that there is some value mm-hmm. in kind of I think that's why people like the app because every Mm -hmm. video isn't like a perfect, like, you know, there are people out there that are creating like beautiful pieces of art with each post. But I think that Mm -hmm. for TikTok, it really is just getting it out there. It's kind of messy and that's kind of fun. But I think when it comes to like graphics on Instagram and, you know, different things like that, I think that it's all about the quality. And I think Alex does a really good job of that because she only posts like probably like twice a week, would you say, Alex? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, but every two or three is like beautiful and well-made and like there's animation and there's like fun you know fun parts about it and I love the way like you share your clients work too like the post you made today oh that's sweet so cute. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> thank you yeah I I totally agree with you I used to kind of be on the side of quantity over quality just having getting stuff out there and then now I like you have kind of turned that and I prefer quality over quantity also because I'm a designer and if my posts don't look to par if they don't look high quality then that's a reflection of the services that I can offer people so if they stumble upon my Instagram and see the quality work that is shown then they're more prone to reach out to me for my design services but like you on TikTok, I think that that's more of behind the scenes, like chopped up videos so people can kind of see the real you and not so edited. And so I think that's when quantity definitely takes over. And also, I still don't understand the algorithm on TikTok. (laughs) Like the most random videos will go viral. And so that's a case of the more you post, the more you're probably going to get seen versus Instagram. That's not really my goal. I, I have followers that I love when they interact with my work and it's not a lot by all means, but I'm not there to have a post necessarily go viral. I'm more there as a resource. If somebody doesn't stumble upon my website, they find my Instagram first and then see my work from there. That's more important to me. In our last episode, we talked about some social media managers we follow. And I always, Mm -hmm. they always make fun of like, they're like the reel that I spent hours making gets like X on views. And then the reel that I literally just like film someone like farting gets. Right. It's like the ones that are the most, you know, I feel like that is kind of with, with the algorithm of video, except supposedly we'll see. There's some news that Instagram's going back towards photo, but Mm -hmm. I'll uh, believe it when I see it. I know, right? (laughs) 
about what makes a good post. And so the first thing that I want to mention is kind of this golden rule of product selling and like selling not even product services. It can be applied to really any business, but it's something that I talk about with my clients a lot that let's say that you sell harnesses for dogs. My dog is laying right next to me, sound asleep, so hopefully no, no snoring is coming through. But let's say that you are selling harnesses for dogs and every single picture that you post on Instagram is just a dog wearing your harness and that's it. It's no, you know, it has the, the shop button included and you know, it's just a, a feed of, of these cute, but you know, it's still, the, still selling your product. You wanna make sure that you're following where not every single post that you're posting is a product selling promotional post. You want to include different parts of your brands, you know, make people fall in love with the brand itself, the people behind the brand, the quality of the brand, you know, so it could be some things as, you know, it could have, you know, zoomed in photos of the harnesses or, you know, these lifestyle photos of someone walking their dog with a harness, like, or just like inspirational, like funny dog photos. I just wanted to give kind of like a real life example where every post isn't selling. It's you're intentionally kind of telling the story and showing the purpose of the brand throughout like your different posts. It's the same thing with services. Are you posting every single post is either previous work or like selling your services or are -hmm. you including, you know, images that inspire you or picture, you know, as Alex said, pictures of brand photography or Mm -hmm. as we were kind of, we're talking like those, those fun holiday graphics, like those are all good examples or just things you're just creating for fun and not just Mm -hmm. selling your work and yourself. And to add to that, not only like talking about the posts themselves, but also the captions. Like after every caption, do you write, are you next? Are you going to be my next client? Are you Slide looking the for me? Like, <laughs> yeah, like not every caption either has to be very salesy and very pushy because that can come off in a negative way to some people. Like yeah. personally, when I'm looking at a brand online, if they seem too salesy or too pushy, I'm probably going to steer away from that. That's not really the brands that I want to fall in love with. I want to fall in love with the story and the why and why this brand would change my life and why you created this brand and and again the story and the purpose behind it kind of what we said when when we're talking about brand photography what we mean by that is showing pictures of your face every once in a while I know when I work with clients with social and kind of doing I do like social planning sometimes for a couple clients and they're like I don't want to show my face like I just want my like work to speak for my for my brand or I want my products to speak for my brand but we're in a society where want to buy from other people and people want to buy I know for myself like I the reason I think why I I haven't really bought I don't I haven't not that I'm better than Instagram ads I just haven't really I don't know if they just don't know me well enough or what the deal is but (laughs) I haven't really bought anything from Instagram ever but TikTok oh yeah I bought things from TikTok because (laughs) I love you know one of my favorite brands is uh that I bought something from is it's called Ear Kit it's like a jewelry brand and I just love the girl that owns the company and I love how she shares you know herself and her ideas and she shares her process of designing this jewelry and I made a couple purchases because it's high quality it's beautiful designs I love that I'm supporting like a fellow young like woman business owner and so that's like the power of showing your face and she you know she's kind of a bad not bad example she's like a extreme example because I think every video is her face but if you're like Alex and I if you scroll on both of our feeds our face is like every I don't know like 10 posts and so it's just as good to like show you know that, that there's a face behind the brand and that there is a person that's doing this creating and a person that 
you know, is is there. And when it, you know, comes to video on TikTok and things like that, I've been, I've been trying, I've been trying my hardest to get You've my face You've been doing good. <laughs> videos are so cute. Every I time that. I post one, I text out something like, oh my God, it's so cringy. I just posted a picture of my face. <laughs> no, but, but I think that yeah. that brings up a good point. And I think I've talked about this in a, in another episode in season one, but I want somebody to fall in love with to fall in love with me that sounds funny <laughs> I want somebody to like fall in love with my personality and in the process of what it's like to work with me and yeah. then I just happen to be a talented designer but that kind of comes yeah. second they're not just coming to you for design they're coming to you for your design exactly and yeah. when when I find out that some people who reach out to me are shopping around that kind of turns me off because I want you to approach me because you want to work with me because yeah. you can see what I stand for. You can see that I'm, I'm a good person and our, and the process throughout this entire thing is going to be so fun and so great. And that's why I want you to approach me yeah. rather than shopping around just for the service that I happen to offer. So I totally agree that it's important to show your face and make people fall in love with, with you and how you do things and how you operate. I think that I have a question on my intake form that says, you know, how did you find DSM Creative? And that's like my favorite question to get an answer to because I love when people are like, oh, I saw your work for XYZ and I just fell in love with it and I knew I needed to work hmm. with you. Or I love how you, yes. you know, something like that. And, you know, it's not every single answer is like that, but I have a call tomorrow with someone that their answer was like that. And I'm like, I'm so excited to call with this person because they're coming to me for me and for my you know what I've done previously and not because like exactly they found so you know it's also nice I'll take I'll take the work from the people that fire me just because I'm a designer but I think it is it's it's a cherry on top when someone is coming to you for your your personality it's a a good reminder of why we do what we do yeah because people want to work with us exactly And also, again, to tie into, you know, what to post or rather what we think that you should post. It's great to post past work. Yes, it's great to show your face. Yes. And this is something that I've been working on, but I also think it's good to remind people what you do. So I have to remember, not everybody is a designer. Not everybody is in this creative role or understands how all of that works. So I could be showing off my the beautiful design work that I do on my Instagram page all day, every day, but the people who follow me that aren't necessarily in the design world might not understand my services based on the designs that I make, if that makes sense. So reminding people what your services are, hey, I make logos, or hey, I can do layout design. Check out this amazing annual report that I created. I think just reminding those people every now and then is also important too, because if they don't go to your website, how how are they gonna know? They're gonna see that you make cool work all day, but maybe they don't know what an annual report is. Maybe they don't understand logos or branding or how all of that works. Yeah, and I I think it's a really good point. I. I uh, recently posted like my Q1 openings and I put like how many branding availabilities I had. I put all my services that I had and what was available under each service. And I also recently, I as the reason for this podcast and, you know, <laughs> I can talk about organization and processes like all day. And so I recently have, I've had people ask me if I can help them with them. And I've been like, oh yeah, like we can set up a call. And I usually have like a free intro call and then like, they're you know it's the people that ask me are people that like know me and slash like 
I've met in person. So they're usually like, I need to pay you for this. And I'm kind of like, that's weird. Like it's, I'm just helping you. Like, I'm just giving you tips. And they're like, no, like, right. So usually I just end up charging like an hourly rate for calls and stuff, Mm -hmm. but I've never like packaged it up and tried to actually like promote it as a service. And so I recently did that and promoted it. And I've actually gotten a lot of inquiries and interest on it, but I will say that I posted about my Q and openings and like kind of just reminded people of those services, exactly what Alex is saying. And I had like five inquiries within like yeah. two days of posting it. So I think it's just nice to remind people that like what you do and you know what what your services are and also that you have, you know, limited availability in a sense of I think that it can be kind of like kind of what we were talking about when brands are always like, Do you wanna be the you know, are you ready to do it? Let's do this thing kind of thing, which is <laughs> what I like to say, let's do this thing. But if it's every post, but I think it is nice to do it every once in a while just to remind people mm-hmm. of like what yeah you know, what you have availability for. But yeah, so that's kind of just reminding people of your services, including that in your, you know, planning. The last little note about what makes a good post is we want to talk about hashtags. And so I, I haven't gotten like a ton of feedback from hashtags. The one hashtag that I have had multiple people find me from is like a, doing like hashtag like podcast cover art and like different things like that when people are looking for people use Mm -hmm. instagram as a search you know a search engine so making sure that you're optimizing your hashtags for what the actual piece of work is and not just like hashtag graphic design (laughs) hashtag um (laughs) branding um and Mm -hmm. keeping tiers of hashtags so i think we've talked about this before but having including three to five hashtags that's like the number right now that supposedly instagram like uses and processes or whatever you can add up to 30 but i think right now from all the the social media newsletters i try to keep up with and try to understand i think it's three to five is like the magic number but we'll ask our uh, resident carissa for some advice on that but i think (laughs) that's what she says too but yeah so let's say it's five hashtags including two broad hashtags so hashtag graphic design and then let's say that what you're sharing is a logo that you did for a photographer so you would do hashtag graphic design hashtag logos for photographers and then like let's say it's you know uh i'm trying to think a sans serif like sleek logo so like you could do hashtag Mm -hmm. sans serif logos or you know so you want to make sure that you're kind of hitting a broad market the middle and then like a niche hashtag for what that specific design is those are like kind of the the tiers and if you just look up hashtag generator there's a bunch of different ones i like i think it's all like daily purposes but i usually use those to kind of find hashtags that will work for and also just not to have to think of them myself i like to have them generated but yeah Yeah. so that's kind of the 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 note on hashtags and that brings up a good point of thinking of them yourself or feeling overwhelmed when you have to come up with so many captions and so many hashtags all at once if you do it all at once if you even do it on a day-to-day basis So next up that we're going to talk about is batch creating and apps that we use to kind of plan everything. So to start off with, I personally do batch creating. I would 
pull my hair out if I had to come up with a new idea every single day or even, you know, three times, three times a week when I plan my social media post. But I like to do batch creating and I also use the app called Planoly. P-L-A-N-O-L-Y. And Planoly is awesome because you can upload a bunch of images. You can write your captions all in there. You can schedule posts out that way. It's actually what we use for Sorted as well. We use the scheduling feature on Sorted for dates and times and everything and write our captions all in there. And for personal use, I actually don't schedule things out using Planoly. I rather just use it as a visual planner for myself so my posting is very sporadic like Emma was talking about sometimes it's two times a week sometimes it's three times a week sometimes it might even be more but I just use Planoly as soon as I finish a client project or something that I'm working on I upload the image to my phone and I upload it into Planoly to remind myself hey I finished this project this one's good to go let me put put it in Planoly and organize it the way I want to where it's going to look best on my feed. Now, I'm not one to do these aesthetic feeds where, you know, it's the same color palette, <laughs> the same aesthetic, fonts, though, in its own way. <laughs> but it's but it's a compilation of all of my client yeah. works. So, I mainly use it of hey, there's two posts that have blue as the primary color I obviously don't want those to be right next to each other I want to add some variation in that so that's where I use Planoly and batch creating to just kind of see what posts that I have floating out there that I haven't posted yet and where those could come into play on my feed yeah and so I think that when we talk about planning it doesn't have to be this like crazy complex it can be kind of Alex and I very very much do similar stuff with this I do the same thing when I finish a project I use later so same same different <laughs> system, but mm-hmm. I, when I finish a project, I just throw it up in there or for daily design, kind of that, when I make an illustration, I will just throw it up into later. And I, on my Monday, Tuesday, or Tuesday, Thursday schedule right now of trying to post on Instagram, I'll go in, I'll be like, oh, okay, this one looks good with my current feed. Like I'm going to post this one. And that's kind of how planned out it is for me. for me, I do do a couple, like if there's like a holiday or this like my monthly kind of themes I try to fit like two posts about kind of like what I'm talking about that month in there I'll schedule those out but for the most part it's pretty a flexible planning system for my Mm -hmm. own business I will say for you know that doesn't really work for every business especially if you you know are a a product-based business and you need to sell based on like you know different seasons and uh you know if you have like limited inventory and things like that like you can't just like you know you kind of have to have a little bit more purpose to your planning but kind of you can use the same system of using an app and the nice part about the uh like a planning app like that what Alex was saying is if she writes a caption she can kind of send me like okay here like take a look I put them in there it's great for if you're working with a team and you need to get like approval it's really nice for sharing it there It's everything and it goes back to our first episode of this season is if everything we talked about today is still overwhelming and social media is just a stressful topic for you it's something that is super easy to hire out I know we talked about a bunch of social media managers in our last episode it's also really great to find someone on Instagram that fits your style or your you know your goals for your social media accounts but hiring for out for social media is a great way to offload some stress offload some workflow and 
yeah, so that's just a piece of advice from both of us. It's something that it's something you can definitely hire out for. You can't hire us for it, but you can hire hire. Um, <laughs> we might. Yeah, we have some we have some uh, recommendations if you're looking. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we hope that kind of you were able to take away some advice on how to plan out social media, how to optimize, and just kind of some tidbits on how we do it. Social media can be a really powerful tool for a small business owner. It's free, you know, it's time consuming, but it is free for the most part. So, you know, you might have to pay for like the planning apps and some things like that, but it's definitely a place to find new clients, find new experiences and meet new people. So there's a lot of value in it for sure. And it's how Alex and I met. Yes, exactly. I will advocate for it till the day I die. (laughs) (laughs) But if you haven't listened to part one of this mini series, go back and listen to it. There's a lot of good stuff in there that dives more into the strategy of things versus this was more about the planning and, and what makes a good post. So make sure you refer back to part one. for this episode just three little notes first is the you know quality versus quantity conversation we had and how you know that quality of work is still applicable even on social media the second takeaway is what makes a good post making sure that you know you know you're showing your face every once in a while you're sharing your services and then also using some hashtags in there and then three is getting a content calendar um, using an app and using Notion if you want it to be free, using an app, but just having some kind of system where you can see it visually or planning out, you know, those holidays or just little things like that. But it makes a big difference if you just, even if you wanted to do it physically and have a, a physical calendar that you did it on, just kind of laying it out is helpful. And just one big reminder that social media should be fun. It should be another way for you to get your name out there, for you to get your work out there. So don't feel like this is a second job. You can use it yeah. as simple or simply as you want it to. You could be as complex with it, getting on all sorts of different platforms, but make sure whatever you're doing is right for you and it doesn't feel like a daunting task. Make it fun, make it worth your time because then that's what's gonna pay off in the end. Exactly. So we hope you have a great rest of your day and you enjoyed listening to this episode and we'll see you next time. Bye. For more Sorted content, follow us on Instagram at sorted.pod. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, let us know by leaving a review. It means so much. Sorted is hosted by Alex Pizak and Emma McGoldrick. Produced and edited by Carrie King. Marketing and graphic design by AP The Creative and ESM Creative Studio. Photography by Hannah Hunt. And music by Dam Darmawan. Huge thanks to all the people that made Sorted happen and to you for listening. See See you you next time. time.